0: Hello everyone, this is We Watch 100 Isekai, the podcast in which we watch 100 Isekai, and we are on Isekai number 25. I am Thermite Kitty, and I am here with Tequila Zaku.
1: And we are a quarter of the way through our series, If uh, which would be true if we had actually 100 Isekai, not like 117 or something
0: yeah i mean we've done one or two that are not isekai we've done one that is officially canonically we said it's on isekai we're still holding out the yeah. world triggers an isekai so that counts but at the very yeah. least we need to do 101 episodes
1: folks i'm gonna be honest with you this week
0: and next week's are probably gonna be a short one <laughs> yeah we, we've got some short ones up in here
1: we wanted to get some stuff out of the way you know, we're eating all vegetables, except these are vegetables that taste bad and are also unhealthy.
0: I mean, I'm just going to say right now, if, if you are a big how-not-to-summon-a-demon-lord stan or a big in-another-world-with-my-smartphone stan, you might not like these next two episodes. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, like, I feel like we've already probably alienated everyone who's very much just into isekai for its own sake, rather than, like, some kind of bizarre exploration of oddities within the genre. Mm. Uh, anyway. I'm sure we've also alienated all big titty enthusiasts at this point.
0: Yeah, I, I would like to say, especially concerning the next two episodes, we're not misogynists.
1: <laughs> Nor do we dislike breasts, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I, just, I can't th- speak for my co-hosts.
0: Not a big fan, but uh, like overall, if you like breasts, it's fine. It's just if they're on a 14 year old, I feel like there's a problem. <laughs> I, I hope that we have an audience that can understand this.
1: <laughs> Here we go again!
0: <laughs> this week we are. Uh, <laughs> we are watching. Uh, we, we want. We, uh, sorry. Oh boy. <laughs> No, no, no. Keep
1: uh-huh. going. This train ain't stopping for no 14-year-olds. Yes.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so we we watched the first episode of the 2018 anime How Not to Summon a Demon Lord, also known as The King of Darkness Another World Story, Colonel Slave Magic. Also known as The Other World's Demon Lord and the Summoning Girl's Slave Magic. Also known as Isakai Mao to Shokan Shoujo no Dore Majutsu.
1: Let's get right into the recap, man. Do you have anything on the studio before you want before we do that?
0: Uh, The studio stuff is kind of interesting. So, season one, season one was done by Ajado Animation Works, which we haven't done anything with. Like they're they're pretty never
1: heard of that.
0: Yeah, they've been around since the '90s, but they don't do a whole lot. They might be most known for the uh, Chibi Fist of the North Star anime. They did uh, Kakashi Goto. They did this, of course. This is one of like the biggest things they did. Uh, Ascendance of a Bookworm was also them.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's more... Well, it isn't more high-profile, but it probably should be, I'll assume.
0: Yeah. Uh, this year, actually, they did uh, Kimono Jihen.
1: Oh, well... Talk about uh,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: an interesting lineup of anime.
0: Aw, oh, yeah.
1: content warnings for kimono jian but i don't think anything that'll come up in the anime
0: Mm. yeah (laughs) it seems like they were very very low profile for like the 90s and the 2000s and then once the isekai boom hits they started actually like picking up a lot of work
1: yeah and kimono Jihan is relatively high profile
0: yeah so they did not work on season two though Season 2, inexplicably, was a co-production between Tezuka Productions, you know, the the studio that does all of Osamu Tezuka's adaptations, and other things such as In the Beginning, the Bible stories. (laughs) You know, that Tezuka Productions. Okay. And Okuruto Noboru, which is a very small studio that did The Girl in Twilight, The Hidden Dungeon Only I Can Enter, and the second season of the show and that's basically it well
1: let's not forget that the virgin mary was also about 14 years old uh you know
0: what you're right <laughs> yeah. i mean i i get thrown for a loop anytime i see tezka productions working on something that isn't the tezka adaptation like they they did work on the quintess- uh, quintessential quintuplets <laughs> man
1: they also work on the weirdest other stuff like if you heard they were working on fucking i don't
0: know pluto or like mushishi you wouldn't be that surprised man they've been working on that pluto adaptation for the longest time uh, to be fair uh, about like after they announced the adaptation of pluto which i want to say was like in 2018 ish that's also when they started picking up a lot of these non uh tezuka productions so maybe they're just like pulling together money in order to make that happen
1: I mean, like, just because something is in production for a really long time doesn't mean it's, like, not working out, because, um, oh, what's that show by the Danganronpa designer? Uh, Akadama Drive was in production for, like, four or five years, mm. and they just, like, used four or five years worth of making a show to make a really, really, really nice-looking show that's very consistent and
0: looking great every episode. Mm. I mean, that is the dream, because I love Pluto. Pluto is incredibly good. Oh, and, Pluto is so much better than what we have to talk about right now. Yeah, and I, I mean, I was worried back in, oh yeah, that was 2017, when they announced the adaptation, like, because it, it was, it's also going to be a CG adaptation. But in the time between then and now, we've had enough, like, really good CGI anime out there that I feel like it's gonna be good. I feel like CGI is honestly probably the best way to do it, considering, you know, it's a big robot show
1: if anything i can imagine that they had to like redo a bunch of it as technology improved over the years and they like you know weren't happy
0: with the end results they got i could definitely see that okay that's well, enough that's enough running away from how not to summon a demon enough. lord having fun also known as the king Time of darkness and Otherworld Story stories slave magic also known as the Otherworld demon lord and the summoning girl slave magic <laughs> It's interesting that how not to summon a demon lord is the most non-literal title out of all the others. It, you know, it kind of removes the slave part of it.
1: I can understand why you would do that for marketing purposes in the Inga speaking realm, especially since this is the kind of place where people will look up the age.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, before we get to the age... Uh, So we start off with the main character talking about the MMO, Cross Reverie, which is the most played game in the world. It is just a normal-ass MMO. It's not a big virtual reality thing. We do get to see him, like, playing it, and it looks like a normal-ass MMO interface.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, like, it's always the most popular MMO in the world with these motherfuckers. As if Mm -hmm. fucking EverQuest Next was that popular. Yeah. And they're all all these fantasy MMOs are basically always ever quest next. It's like Build your own castle and hang out in it, not doing raids forever. <laughs> Swear to God. None of these people ever feel like they actually played an MMO or like have an understanding of what it's like.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Like Maybe once we get to Log Horizon or something, the one that felt the most like playing an actual MMO was absolutely Dot Hack. Out of all the ones
0: we've seen, yeah, Dot Hack is very constrained.
1: Yeah, like you have a like visible character creator; it's not
0: magic in yeah. how like in its features. And the magic part of Dot Hack is, like, very apparent as being weird. Like, it's weird that our main character is, like, locked in the system and seeing it, you know, and, like, you know, doing stuff like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, from another perspective, and I've been enlightened to this recently, is the entire idea of, like, well, I want it to be different from how it is in real life because it's, like, a fantasy. And I'm like... I get it, but why wouldn't he just want it to be fantasy then? I still, to this day, do not grasp the power fantasy of pretending to be pretending to be someone that pretends to be cool. (laughs) I like, why not just watch like Darker Than Black, Trigon, and actually self-insert yourself as someone who is cool.
0: Uh, Anyways, just... In in the world of Cross Reverie, there is a player known as the True Demon Lord, Diablo. He's he's, uh, he's a very skilled gamer. Like they make a point of saying he's the true demon lord, but he's not an NPC. He's a gamer. <laughs> uh, gamers are the true demons, aren't they? <laughs> And we, we get to see his demon side because in addition to being a gamer and having the best gear, the thing that makes him truly serious is when he sees normies in relationships playing together, <laughs> <laughs> he sees... He sees this guy and this girl who, like, they have names that, like, are clearly hinting that they are in a relationship, and he freaks out. He equips his magic uh, Demon Lord's ring that reflects all magic, and then he screams, have you learned your lesson, Normies, while blowing them up?
1: Man, I was mad about this until a couple of minutes ago, but honestly, hearing you say it, it's just funny again. Yeah. I don't think it's funny in the way
0: it's intended to be funny. There are parts it's of this funny main char- like there are parts of this main character I like, but it's it's still very shaky. It feels like a, a like a better oh boy, I'm gonna get hurt for this one, but it feels like a better like what they were trying to do with Mushuka Tensei in that he's a bad person, mm. but it's supposed to be funny,
1: yeah, yeah it it definitely lands more as a joke mm. in this like as an obvious joke rather than just. Uh, this is awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, like, I mean, he's also a shithead in the moments that he's supposed to be relatable to, though. Like, yeah. And I think that part of him is way worse. It will come up to the moment that made me fucking flip my lid in this episode.
0: <laughs> uh all of his stats are super-duper high. I, I noticed this because I saw his magic stat, which is at 9999. I was like, okay, that's maxed out. That's pretty broken. And I looked at his power stat, and his power stat is just the infinity symbol. This is just stupid, right? Oh, yeah. It's not... Listen, let's <laughs> mm-hmm. can't
1: debate this every time. It's literally just supposed to be... It's stupid. He has everything. He has it's nothing that he does not have. He also has... A item that would fundamentally break the balance of any MMO in mm-hmm. the ring that negates all magic and would be a terrible thing to have in an MMO
0: yeah I mean it's not even that negates everyone it everyone would be running around with one
1: everyone would have well like I feel like people that make this don't understand that in an actual MMO you can't actually have items that only one player gets to have
0: yeah, uh, the the trope of the item that only one person has is pretty darn common. And I don't know, maybe that is the case in some Japanese MMOs. It comes up so often.
1: Best, terrible game design. What if that person just decides to log off one day and not come back on?
0: Mm, it's gone forever. <laughs>
1: Yeah, right, like, and it's like, no, people are gonna be so mad on your fucking forums that, like, the cool raid weapon that, like, you're literally creating a huge piece of content, and then, like, oh, yeah, one guy gets to have this. Like, people would be fucking furious.
0: Yeah. Uh, But it is important to note that it doesn't negate magic, it reflects magic. Like, if you cast any spell on him, it it hits you instead, uh, which is even more broken, (laughs) Like, the only, downside to th- the only downside to that is, I guess, like, if someone's trying to heal you. But maybe put, put it on other people and then heal himself even
1: harder. Oh. I don't know. That's what you could do in Magicka. Man, I would <laughs> totally watch the Magicka Isekai. Fucking first episode, main character beans himself in the head with a frozen rocket dies. <laughs>
0: okay so the the main character introduces himself as Takuma takama sakamoto a hikikomori gamer who never imagined that he'd be summoned to another world so uh, <laughs> do you remember the start of my hero academia when like like ah. it is it is it is deku the main character of my hero narrating from the future saying like you know this is the story right. of how he became the number one hero this
1: is the story about how i became the number one demon lord
0: Like, there are a lot of series that do the, like, this is being narrated from the future. And that that can be a very interesting, uh, like, setup in the series. This is probably the worst way to do it, because he narrates, he never imagined he'd be summoned to another world as a demon lord. Then the stroke of Indite hits and he is summoned to another world as a demon lord. And after this point, he is no longer the narrator. There is another narrator that steps in. So the person who was narrating the start talking about uh, the MMO and the, you know, the him the that was talking about, oh, I never thought I'd go to another world was the him of two seconds later when he went to the other world.
1: Man, we'll have to make sure they give this just a blanketly worse score than uh mouse summary retry because it is just that but like worse in every conceivable way besides maybe looking nicer yeah Mao- like
0: Oof. i boy that wasn't it wasn't a great it, show when you add the context it becomes a little better when you see what else is around it <laughs>
1: yeah when you're like oh you know that's like a very nice non like horny way to do things Mm -hmm. Oh, that has a plot set up at the start for what he's going to be doing. He has that, like, thing where he's, like, in conflict with his, like, own character trying to do things. Like, Mm -hmm. like this, it had interesting ideas that it didn't present well. This doesn't have interesting ideas and doesn't present them well.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, he's summoned to the other world. Cute girls on either side of him kiss him on his cheeks and he goes, ah. We cut to the op. The op is hiding nothing. We immediately see the two girls who kissed him on the cheeks, half naked in bed, wearing slave collars.
1: Oh, just you wait till you see the ed.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> oh no. You, you know what you know what this op is. There's a lot of shots of sexy girls and sexy outfits. Lots of boob focus. Lots of boob physics. There's a big Evangelion-esque four-eyed humanoid demon with giant boobs. That is almost certainly the final boss of the season. We we do set that up in this episode. And the song lyrics are the most generic ones I've heard of in a while. It is it is all about just having a partner and then unspecified adventure. <laughs> 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 like you could play this song over any like not any other series like another series would be more specific but you could splash this song onto a lot of different shows and you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to tell it's not that op you <laughs> it's yeah. so bland god okay yeah what's what's after op okay so uh takuma's like oh what i'm diablo he he recognizes that his summoners are an elf and a pantherian. A pantherian is just a cat girl, which I gotta give points for. It's good. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the elf is named Shara, and she's got long blonde hair, she's got the pointed ears, she's got the green tunic. She, she's an elf, she's a fantasy elf, you know, or she's like Link, except sexy, Or er.
1: Yeah, bigger tits.
0: Massive, massive. Uh,
1: Even bigger than, like, World Breath of the Wild fan art Link.
0: <laughs> uh the, the pantherian is named rem and she's got long black hair she's got no chests and she's got a Great purple for real yeah
1: i didn't pay attention to the names man yeah her name's just rem uh okay
0: uh she shows off a lot of belly shara is of course 15 rem is 14 <laughs> That's... of course of yeah, course. of course <laughs> The writer could could have made whatever number they wanted to. They could have done the. These are both nine thousand years old. The the writer said specifically, no. This this character is fifteen. This character is fourteen. They are very underaged.
1: They could have also just made the main character fifteen to
0: make this infinitely less creepy. Oh yeah, they they went out of their way to have him be a hikikimori who is like very much an adult.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, this is bad, but I here for here for two. Not gonna bring it up again because we've been on this fucking. We've been railing shows for this for like
0: ten episodes. Yeah, it's gonna get boring. If, if, you, know,
1: if you know, you know. Let's move on.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it seems like they were both. They weren't working on the same ritual. They were just both doing the enslavement ritual, but like side by side together. Because a lot of this episode is them arguing over who actually managed to summon him. Yeah, yeah. Diablo is uh, Diablo's still wondering, like, oh, I'm Diablo. That's really weird. Like, he looks up as they're talking. He's like, wait, this isn't my neighborhood. <laughs> Where is this? This isn't a beach. This is a bathtub. <laughs> uh, to its credit, the anime does have a very, uh, like, efficient writing style in that we get his narration and then, like, uh, the uh, the girls are going to be talking about something in the background and then just as he stops thinking to himself the girls will then answer the question he was thinking of in his mind like he's also, thinking there's yeah.
1: a giant wall of text on screen explaining what's happening
0: <laughs> oh like the girls you know tell us what we need to know which is that this is starfall t- tower this is where you summon things then he thinks in his head oh starfall tower from the mmo this is the place where you summon things and then we get a giant wall of text explaining how like it is on screen and also there is a narrator that is not diablo that is not the main character just a different narrator who also exposits about how to use starfall tower and that it is used to summon (laughs) and then the text on screen is specifically stating like this is the exact ritual you need to use at starfall (laughs) tower in order to do a summon
1: imagine the monogatari like light novel cut in
0: text but bad <laughs> imagine if it was not fast and it was all just like the school that Aragi goes to is where he goes to in order to go to school
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah after they uh oh yeah then they're mm-hmm. forced to like shake hands because of the magic and cause slave callers appear on them and as oh, they boy. walk away from the I mean... tower, he had, like, if you look at him in the background real quick while he's mm-hmm. walking away from a tower, he has an amazing fucking hat banging
0: animation. Oh, I didn't see that. You're right.
1: <laughs> look at his. Li- I want a gif of that. That's so funny looking.
0: <laughs> uh. <laughs> he's grooving. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, uh, when, when he thinks about the fact that they summoned him, he envisions them naked. And then we get the big dump that. Uh, like this feels like some real horror but they play the most comedic music in order to try and defuse the situation in which he thinks about the last time he talked to someone and he realizes he has not talked to anyone since kindergarten or like we see him in kindergarten and he was alone so presumably he hasn't talked to anyone including his parents since before kindergarten it is like again it is how can you even commune with people how do you
1: even have higher language skills
0: yeah, like, there's a few more scenes in the episode where he is, like, very uncomfortable around crowds and whatnot, and I'll give them credit for that, but it feels like he should be even more debilitated than that. Like, again, yeah. like this is, this is kind of the same thing that Mushoku Tensei was trying to do with the, oh, I haven't really communicated with people in a while, and so I'm very weird and awkward and horny, but it, it feels... Yeah, this yeah. part, I think,
1: is more, like, haphazard. I, you know, this isn't a bad concept in its own, and I do mm-hmm. sympathize with people that are, like, you know, shut-ins. But, yeah. like, like this, is, this is so bad. Listen, if you're shut away watching anime for your entire life, you can stand to watch better anime. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> like, the, the fact that he hasn't communicated with anyone in most of his life means that he decides to just roleplay as his MMO character, and that way he'll be able to talk to them. And so that that sets up the premise of the series in that he's not that bad of a person, but he has to role play as a bad person, much like Overlord or a lot of other series Man, don't
1: even bring up overlord
0: <laughs> no uh, Overlord that is
1: was so much better
0: Overlord is great, yeah, uh, so the girls are upset because. It turns out that because he had the Demon Lord's ring on that reflects all magic, when they enslaved him, I mean, the su- it, it didn't reflect the summoning. The summoning brought him to this world and presumably made him Diablo. But then the s- enslavement part got reflected onto them. So now they're his slaves. Oh, no. And- Does this mean anything? i mean not explained no because they still have like apart from that one time where he makes them shake hands they seem to have free will they're walking and in front of him they're talking about how they just you know they're gonna go to the town and get themselves unslaved and he's not upset about this
1: and like i mean good first of and second oh yeah, yeah for sure seems more like the magic they cast itself made them do the handshake so mm-hmm. yeah like what this means It's probably just the classic mechanic because in every isekai, the main character needs to be the strongestest there ever is, but his side hosts need to be the second strongestest there ever is, Mm -hmm. which is sometimes achieved through the dumbest possible mechanics ever. (laughs) But in this one, it's the classic, all probably going to be the... My slaves somehow share my stats and thus get half of my infinity power.
0: Mm. Ah. So they, they go to Faltra City in order to get themselves unslaved. There's, it's, there's a lot of pantherians. I like that. That's about it. They have a big old fight because uh, like Diablo's feeling sick because he had to walk near people, which he doesn't do. And then Sharon Rammer like, oh, he's going to stay in my room. Oh, no, he's going to stay in my room. And then they just buy a single room. (laughs) He's like, oh, no, I'm sleeping with two women. How could this happen?
1: (sighs) (sighs) Just keep going. I'm not going to interject for a while.
0: (laughs) Fair. There's, There's a lot of just meat and potatoes here. So a woman named Celestine Baudelaire enters the room. Celestine is the head of the mages association and Diablo's really freaked out over this which is odd considering again he is the most powerful player in the game and yet it, it seems like he, like, he's quite surprised by stuff that seems like it would be very common in the game
1: well clearly he's also as we see later a fucking moron that doesn't understand how stories work
0: so. oh yeah <sighs> so to her credit, uh, Celeste wanted to talk with Ram about, you know, a mysterious thing, but she notices that Diablo's there and that they're both wearing slave collars, and she's like, "You know what? Never mind. Tell me about this." We we then cut to Shara, or we cut to Shara's boobs, then we cut to Shara's mouth as she is choking down a massive sausage. Uh, yep yeah celeste is just listening to the story uh her assistant i guess Galuk, is you know yelling at diablo because diablo does the like oh right i'm supposed to be mean so i'm gonna act very rudely and then luke goes hey, shut up you asshole
1: 50 percent immediately by replacing with galook with garrick Wildspeaker of magic the gathering fame <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah but is he racist yes oh you know what that should never mind good representation and good switch
1: <laughs> he, he would fucking kill that motherfucker garlic hates demons <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so uh rem and slas talk a little bit rem refuses to get some bodyguards and diablo's gamer sense tingles So his big meta thing is, oh, the fact that you're not talking to me about this thing means this is main story information and therefore I need to force this out of you or otherwise it will be a massive late game twist.
1: Once again, the classic, I feel like this very much falls into the same category as um, oh, why aren't these horror movie characters screaming and running away instead of pulling out their shotgun and kneecapping their killer, Mm -hmm. where it's like The plot-bidden forsakement of the understanding of human emotions. Yeah. Like, because a lot of times these questions aren't asked because they would be intrusive and rude and Mm -hmm. none of your business.
0: And also, like, the way this logic works is weird in that... Like, there's no reason why this would be main game information. It's very possible that Rem is just a side character doing a side quest. Like, there's tons of RPGs where you meet someone and they're like, oh, I don't want to talk about this thing.
1: Because he obviously knows that he is the main character and he is the most important. Mm. Also, side note, once uh, that whole, like, Chandra side story comes out on Netflix, we can totally cover it because technically anything about a Magic the Gathering Plainswalker is an Isekai.
0: No, no, I'm gonna have to protect the listeners from this one.
1: No, come on, don't be a bitch.
0: Now. We're gonna have to Why? start ma- we're gonna have to start making some of these bonus episodes and not numbered episodes.
1: It's an anime about someone that goes to another world and can't willingly go back.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways, Diablo molests rem, and by that we of course mean he's like, "Oh, I don't know what part of her to, to touch, instead, I will touch her ears, and that is the part of her that gives her orgasms. Meanwhile, this is a
1: case we, with cat girls.
0: we we cut to Shara, Shara is hearing the screaming of her ally maybe friends, and she refuses to help and continues eating and the entire. Uh,
1: my favorite character in this episode just because i do like her gag of like oh not my problem yeah (laughs) like i think it's the best man this is a terrible person kind of gag in this because it's played very straight and they don't try to say well actually she was like casting a protective charm or something you know Hmm. it's just like no that's just the joke of shara she's just gonna eat her food and ignore this
0: yeah like shara has the most personality of anyone like she also like uh, she's the one who tends to instigate a lot of the uh, like arguments over who actually summons uh, Diablo. She's very like confident. Like there's, there's stuff there. I can see why people like this character.
1: Yeah. Anyway, lengthy orgasm scene being done with
0: yeah uh rem <laughs> reveals that she has the demon lord krebsham in her body Uh
1: not before uh-huh. not before we get an incredibly painful spiel about oh but when i tell you you'll abandon me which
0: <laughs> it it feels very scripted it <sighs> feels like you know you are Like you're role playing a certain type of character and then the NPC doesn't have dialogue options that make sense for that. And you kind of just like luck into the correct option (laughs) because she It
1: definitely feels like something someone would say that like it's just so overdone and like just stupid in this context.
0: It doesn't make sense with the context of Diablo, you know, torture, molesting her in order to get this information out (laughs) because she immediately goes, oh, but everyone would leave me. You're not going to leave me, are you? What does that mean in this? The, what? Because also... It still has even a, like, slave
1: contract thing.
0: Yeah. Anyways, uh, Krebsclum is the big titty Evangelion demon from the OP.
1: I was comparing it more to Justice in that case, you know.
0: I could see that. It's really just the eyes remind me a lot of Unit 02, and it's got the big angel wings in one shot. It's got right, the big but titties. I was, thinking
1: of like, I was thinking of, like, you know, like, female looks kind of like a mech. Sort of same proportions is evil. It sounds like justice, uh, fair.
0: Yeah, I, like I'm not gonna argue with that with you on that one. They're both valid. Uh. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. So once she dies, big demon time. <laughs> yeah, they they kind of dance around it, but it seems like her family does a thing where they just move Krebsclum into the next kid every time they have a kid, and that's why <laughs> the demon lord isn't released. But they yeah, she's like a key. <laughs> But we don't directly say that. Like what they say <laughs> is if I die then Crepslum gets released. Also m- my mom had Crepslum in her. And also yeah. f- it- and also I want to get Krebskum out of me and then defeat her, but also that will kill me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, those- is- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to draw on her too much. She's just a gin turkey. No. Yeah. So uh is walking around at night, just kind of thinking about how he's always been alone and how uh, it's too weird to have friends now.
1: No, no, no. You missed the worst scene in this episode for my. Oh, son. did I? Yes. The scene where he's like, like, it's like his eyes shut out and he's almost crying going. Ch-. How could the game story writers write such a cruel fate for this girl? Oh, 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 no. "Ah! (laughs) What? What? Like, this Mm -hmm. is such a fucking bog-standard, sad backstory. Like, that's the thing, right? Like, I absolutely, this is the thing that makes me absolutely not believe that the guy, like, that wrote this is in any way a real neat or has ever talked to a real neat Mm -hmm. like you surely would have read something with a sad backstory for the main girl (laughs) in your life
0: man Like, how did Diablo get to be the strongest character in the game? Like, did he just go into a cave and grind there forever until he built a castle there? Like, it doesn't seem like he's played the game at all, besides knowing the game mechanics.
1: I mean, he clearly knows some NPCs. And he said, you know, if this was part of the game lore, he chastised the developers for something so cruel. But also, Mm -hmm. like that's stupid such an incredibly stupid line like why do i even need to explain why that's such a fucking stupid line
0: yeah i agree <laughs> oh boy
1: uh, that's by far the worst part of this entire episode
0: yeah thank you for bringing it up it was very bad <laughs> so was walking around galook and some other mages or they're, they're all they're all drunken racists he looks like, oh, I hate you and your half-breeds, and he throws a bottle at him. He's like, oh, I'm going to summon my level 30 salamander, the strongest summon.
1: Uh, oh, this is just like Overlord, only bad. <laughs> mm.
0: And... Uh, diablo has a very like oh like over the top shocked reaction and like it, th- this does not feel okay this feels like cheating in that his react like clearly the joke here is supposed to be he's so shocked that the the summon is so weak but the the like voice actor and the animators played very very straight it's <laughs> like i can't imagine an actual person having this level of shock as they go what it's so weak <laughs>
1: yeah it's not a good joke
0: (laughs) so salamander breathes fire on him he's fine he keeps on breathing fire on him he's fine (laughs) and he's like oh guess what galook i'm 100 level 50 (laughs) wait no that came out wrong (laughs) yeah no it's
1: fine keep going
0: (laughs) he casts explosion and all the color goes out of the scene it's kind of cool but then (laughs) Galuk tries to calm himself with racism and diablo's like no (laughs) racism won't save you now i'm a demon lord (laughs) And I'm from another world.
1: <laughs> that's the that's the episode. Racism. No. I'm a demon lord from another world. Explosion. That's all we do here.
0: Ah. Uh, the the E D is very, very sexual. It's very etchy. The
1: ED is the horniest of anything that we've ever covered,
0: like these are just I assume images from the light novel cause they're also like much more detailed, and the art style's slightly the different. Art
1: style, the art style looks nicer, but also it's a very horny art
0: style, oh and yeah, like
1: there's some of those classic spine snapping titties and ass and face forward poses, oh yeah. And uh, no one is wearing more than one piece of clothing. Like, they all just very unsuccessfully played strip mahjong. Mm-hmm.
0: Ah, a lot of... A lot of sexualized girls. There's someone who is definitely younger than our main two, who is cu- surrounded by cookies. That, that's that's concerning.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's all it's all oily and shiny. It's definitely way more of the yeah, light novel cover art style than I like... Mm-hmm. ending odds start than a, yeah. yeah this we, is almost as bad as the feet pan <laughs> actually this is worse than a feet pan the, the
0: feet pan wasn't as horny as this this is so much more hor- horny in so many other ways
1: this is just a doujin gallery
0: <sighs> the song to its credits is not as generic as the opening the ed is all about girls falling in love which, you know what? <laughs> I, I get it. It's <laughs> yeah, fair. It's, it's generic as the opening termites. <laughs> it's less generic. I get it. There's there's more of a focus. The opening, I don't know what the opening is. The opening is just I have a partner and we're going to go on unspecified adventures. Here at the very I least, guess, the, the, the think... adventure is love.
1: Unlike this, uh, unlike next episode, in this episode, there is actually an implication that some kind of romantic relationship will be genuinely involved as opposed yeah. to just. Girls existing in the same space as a man until romance happens somehow.
0: (laughs) (sighs) I mean, the the ending scene of this is uh, Shara and Rem wearing uh, wedding dresses and slave collars while the song goes la 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 la, I love you. Which is, again... Well,
1: that's a very boomer view of marriage if I've ever seen it.
0: This is... uh, In a previous episode, we talked about how the real fantasy of any isekai is the ability to just go into a building and get a job. And I feel like... (laughs) Yeah. I feel like this is the boomer fantasy of a girl is just your slave, and then you marry her, and she's still your slave.
1: Yeah. And also, she's 14. (laughs) Uh libertarian wonderland right here (laughs) okay ratings
0: we gotta go to the ratings please we gotta save ourselves i'm
1: just gonna say
0: worse than greed island oh yeah i guess we can do the greed island score here i mean greed island seems to have mechanics and you're meant to go around Whereas from the main yeah. character's perspective, I have to assume this, this person has not done any of the quests in the game. It seems like all yeah. he does is grinds. So.
1: Yeah, boring, 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 ice rain.
0: Very bad, very boring. No like, worse, worse, worse than Greed Islands. Okay, so time for the patented scale of Spicy, Nicey, nisakaisi. Zaku, how spicy?
1: Oh it's going to give this a
0: one for okay. being than usual uh otherwise it'd be a zero
1: yes because has done nothing interesting in any way whatsoever
0: yeah like it, it wasn't until you said it that i went like yeah this is genuinely just a worse mao sama retry yeah Like, Maosama retry tries to do something interesting with the idea of, you know, going to the other world and this underage girl that you take care of like a daughter and being overpowered. Like, it's not great, but there's something there. They're doing something. (laughs) This is the most just like walking around and not interacting and not really caring about anything. It's so non fantastical. And at
1: least we don't know if Mao summer retry was ever going to soggy drop.
0: Yeah, we can imagine that it was it's going to be wholesome all the way through. And that perhaps perhaps the main character gets horny for women who are above the age of consent. We can hope.
1: Yeah, we can always hope. Hope dies last. So, yeah, no spice here.
0: Yeah, I'll give it a one on the spicy scale. Like, which is wild, considering the premise is a little different than other things, but it really drowns it out with just not caring about exploring the interesting parts of this and just doing some boring stuff. Yeah. So, how nice was this one?
1: What did I give Summer retry? You gave it a seven. Really?
0: Uh, wait. Uh, No, no, no. You gave it a five. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry, I was well, looking at Overlord. Uh...
1: Then I guess this, yeah, a four seems fair for this. This is one time I would agree with my previous
0: rating. Mm.
1: It's not like gate bad, but it is bad.
0: Yeah, I gave Mausama a retry a four, so I'll give this one a three. Like, I'm I'm not going to watch another episode. I summer retry, maybe, vaguely, if someone is talking about it, I might skim over the second episode. This one, no, I'm, there's nothing about this that I enjoyed. But it's not, like, so abysmally bad that it goes into gay territory. Like, I don't actively... I mean, I dislike it, but I don't dislike it as much as I've disliked a lot of other things.
1: Yeah. Which just leaves us with an Isekaisi rating.
0: Oh yeah. I mean... It is an isekai, <laughs> like it
1: sure is. Without any of the frills, but
0: mm-hmm. we know nothing about the world our main character is from in the slightest. I mean, presumably there is video games. Presumably, I mean, uh, we know that this is the biggest MMO, but we don't know in context. Like, is World of Warcraft around? is it bigger than that or is this like you know is it the biggest in the same sense that like you know adventure quests was the biggest one
1: we we, yeah. we have
0: no sense of scale we have no and sense also, of yeah and also the the
1: summoning itself was very like much like like just like
0: that <laughs> he's just there and he he has very like there's nothing about it that really tells us that he is from another world, apart from his, like, I gotta pretend to be a bad person because I have I have anxiety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, in general, is also just a bad take. Yeah. So, well, yeah, it is an isekai. I will give it a 5 because it doesn't really highlight it, but it is.
1: Really? I'm gonna give this, like, an 8 because it does all the isekai things.
0: Ah. Uh, You're right. I mean, it's trophy, but it doesn't give me the energy of an isekai. It feels like this could just be a series with a demon lord who has anxiety, and it would be basically the same.
1: Well, oh, well, that's a lot of isekai, you know. Yeah. But let's just uh let's just finish then for next week we're covering smartphone isekai
0: yeah we said that at the start which is very rare we almost never do that some mostly because when we get to the end of the episode is usually when we decide what we are going to do next time
1: (laughs) don't pull back the curtain that far
0: oh no Uh, but yeah so look forward to that
1: yep yeah bye bye you never will